Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast on today. Today is Monday, Labor Day. So I hope y'all have an amazing, awesome Labor Day today. Sorry I didn't post Saturday and Sunday because I've been busy trying to get my kids um, situated for school, trying to make sure they have stuff, even though they do online schooling. I've been trying to help them get their stuff situated, get everything in order. And yesterday was my daughter's birthday, so you know it was a day for me just to relax and and unwind and regroup. So today we're at we're still doing this fasting from wrong thinking. Um, today we're at day twenty seven, and today day twenty seven states. I feel alone. How many of y'all have ever felt alone? I feel alone all the time. How many of y'all have ever felt alone like me? You have no friends. You ain't got no spouse. You ain't got nobody to like be there for you. Just feel so alone. So today we're gonna talk about that. It said in Mark's in Mark four when the disciple tried to cross over to the other side of the sea in the boat, they was overwhelmed by the storm that struck their ship. They fear for their lives, bailing out, bailing out water fiercely. Have you ever been in a storm? Yes, I have been in a storm. I feel like I'm in a storm right now. Then water crashed against you. you. You feel helpless. You feel alone. You cry out, Lord, where are you? Don't you care? Disciples forgot one small detail in the midst of the storm. Jesus was in the boat with them. There was nothing greater than his presence let's overcome the thought that say i feel alone when when <laughs> feel alone where is god when i need him most okay how many of y'all feel like we feel alone tomorrow where is god when i need him most? i don't feel like jesus here i'm about to you know you, you might want to tell jesus something but we're gonna change that today so number one states he is in the boat with you and mark chapter 4 verse 36 to 34 jesus was asleep in the boat when someone asked me what someone asked me once how, how do you wake jesus up when he's asleep in our boat in the middle of a storm well i said you don't wake him up you rest with him if he's not worried don't you worry his presence calm the storm then just as it will do just as it would do do now so even though they was in this storm they got scared because i'd be scared of the storm too you know um, i could deal with the thunder and lightning sometimes but that wind i can't do that so uh i get scared so if i get scared so they were saying like if jesus wasn't scared why should we be scared why do we work i mean like i know we'd be worried about this and that like like today, I'm gonna tell you my story. I'm gonna tell you my story at the end, but I'm gonna tell you my story. Um, like you know how we be worried about this and that and all that stuff. So if God's not worried about it, why should we be worried about? It? I mean, like why do we constantly wear worry? I said, tear our body that making us look older than we got gray hair coming out all out of out of our head, and we just worried about stuff that probably not even for us to worry about. If God's not worried about it, why are we worried about it? Number two. The disciples didn't need to wake Jesus. They needed to wake the fact that Jesus was with them. When you know he's with you, there's nothing to fear. In Psalms chapter 23, verse 4 say, Though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I'll feel no evil. You are with me. So even though we're walking, you know how you go through life and you like you feel like you're alone and you know stuff comes up and you're like, oh Lord, I'm in you like you in this place. Fear not. Just know that even though you we walk through the valley of shadow death every day. I mean, like when we leave our house and you know we go to stores, people are crazy. You know, we just always have to because you know 
There's evil people out there in the world. But even though we walk through this valley of shadow that we will fear, fear not. Because I will fear no evil. So fear nobody, fear no man, no nothing. The only person you need to fear is Jesus. Because he said he's with us. He's with us no matter what. We might not think he's with us at all times, but he's with us no matter what. Number three, great miracles equals Jesus calmed the storm. Greater miracles, Jesus stepped in the midst of the storm. When you realize he's in the boat with you, you will supernatural, you will have supernatural peace. Calming the storm is great. Peace in the midst of the storm is greater. How many of y'all have been through a storm in your life and you just like, oh my Jesus, is Jesus gonna hurry up and intervene? I mean, you know, you know he's there, but you just like the storm, you know, this you know, he you know, he's there, but He's calming the storm. It's great, you know. Okay, Jesus has slowed it down. Ain't got no. But when you know you have peace in the midst of everything, you can be you can probably like you can probably like my house and caught a fire, my car, I lost my job. Well, you know, you, okay, put it for instance. In Harvey, when I lost everything. <sighs> I lost the hotel. I had to take my son to the mercy room. My car got repo. Everything was like everything was coming around me, crashing down. It was calm, but you know I'm gonna not gonna be lie. I'm not gonna lie. And I had no peace to almost at the end. So I just really feel like, okay, if my kids are happy and they jumping around, I need to have peace. But it wasn't towards the end when I figured out that there was just peace, no matter what situation. I mean, I had lost my car, lost my house. I ain't know we had lost everything we was down to nothing meaning like nothing but the clothes on our back and whatever the shelter gave us we was down to nothing and i was like lord i just don't know it was common in the storm it's great but when there's peace huh there's nothing nothing greater than having peace in the midst of your situation so number four do not mistake fire in your life for god absent in Daniel chapter 3, verse 22 through 25, Jesus was at the fourth man in the fire with Sacrus. Oh, Jesus. Masada and somebody saw with an A. Uh, he was in the presence and he was he was present in the middle of the fire. Just because you don't feel his presence doesn't mean he isn't there. Believe he's with you. Eventually, your situation will feel his presence. So when you go through stuff, uh, say for instance, say you're going through something like I'll go through stuff, honey. And I have to just you know I go through stuff sometimes. I to sit back and be like, thank you, God, I'm not this. You know, you just have to just sit back and be like, oh Lord. Just like, oh my goodness. I can't remember when uh when my son um was about to, my oldest son was having stomach pains. It was late at night. I never forget this. It was late at night. And he was like, my stomach hurts. So I just thought it was gas. So I told my daughter to get him a Sprite and go back to sleep. Like, you know, because I don't like, but when I'm by myself, because when my apartment's face was face to wood, and I don't like going nowhere at night. And I, to this day, I still don't like going nowhere at night. Um, I was like, it's okay, you know, this just gas. So I, I think I gave him maybe like one, maybe one or two Sprites. I can't remember. But the next day, he was throwing up. I was like, bruh. So I took him to the doctor, to the, you know, the hospital. So I got him there before his appendix had bust. So I felt bad. I felt like a bad mother. I shouldn't have did this. I should have took him. 
but I was like, Jesus, oh, I feel so bad. At that moment, I was not able to think. I was like, God is, you know, like, where's Jesus? Like, why all this stuff got to happen to me? Why do I got to miss work? And da, 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 da. And then I just sat there and I was like, thank you. And then it just dawned on me. He's still here, even though he had to go through surgery. You know, even though, so when you just stop for a moment and just, and just thank him, you know, believe that he's dead. I was like, Jesus, I just said, Jesus, please give me a man. Maybe if I had a man, maybe I have some help here and there. But I just had to just stop and say, Jesus, I'm not ready. And uh, before I knew it, it was like his presence was right there with me. Even though he stayed in the hospital with him for maybe like I think a day or two. I can't remember. But it was relaxing. Even though I was like, oh, Lord, I got to miss work. But I didn't care because my I just want to make sure my kids are okay. Me like you have to just be like, God, I don't know. But once you just stop and start thanking God and just remember all the stuff you've been through, but God brought you through, that's when you know He's right there. Even though you might not feel His touch or you might cluck you upside the head, even though you might not feel that He is there. Eventually, your situation will feel His presence. So eventually, I felt His presence, even though I was upset because I almost killed my child. Um, number five in Psalms, Psalms ninety, Psalms ninety-one verse ten say, "No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plot come out of your tent." The next verse say, "For he will give his angels charges concerning you." There are many angels involved in our life, but it is talking, but it this, but this is talking about his angels. The Old Testament angel is Jesus Christ Himself. He is the Lord. Therefore, He has charges over us. You know, I always tell my kids, and I always, people think I'm crazy, but I'm not really crazy. Um, Sometimes I feel like I be entertaining angels. I can't remember when I was in Longview, and I was driving this car, and I wanted something better. You know, I just wanted something better. I was like, okay, so this lady was walking in the rain. It's amazing how I can remember stuff I had way back then. But this lady can uh this lady was walking in the rain. I had just picked up my kids and another girl and I had I was taking her to a daycare um uh, for her mom because she asked me what I do it for. I told her, yeah. And I was like, um and I was like and I passed this lady, passed her. I was like, you know, and then something hit me so hard, I hit me, I was like, what? Cause it scared me like, what the hell? You know, what the hell? I was like, what? So something was like telling me, go back, get this lady. So I was like, I'm not going back. I had turned around. I was like, oh, it's, I'm not, I don't want to get this lady. So it's, I, I think I turned around and I paused for a moment because I was like, what? Go, go, do what? I'm, I'm asking myself, go do who? I, no, I don't pick up nobody. It was just me and my kid. And I said, this lady might be crazy or something. You know, those thoughts are going through my So I turned around and I was like, oh my goodness. So I told my kid, you know, that was young. I said, this lady getting this car. She tried anything. I want y'all to jump her. I don't care. We're going to jump her and throw out this car. Even though it was raining. So I went up to her and I pulled up to her. And I said, man, where do you stay at? Because I don't do this. I said, man, where you stay at? She said, oh, I stay up there whatever. I said, get in the car and I'll take you. And she was like, no, no, no. That's okay. That's okay. I said, ma'am, I can take you. She was like, I'm so quick. Which I was like, it's okay. So she, I mean, she, it was raining so hard. She, I know she could not see in front of her face. It was hard for me to see, even though I was driving in my car. So I took her to her house. And when I pulled up to her house, it made me mad because I'm like, how you, 
How you got you got kids and you know it's raining. You got your mom walking the rain for you. Like really, you got your mom out here walking this rain. So I got mad, but I you know I didn't tell her that. So the next day it went on by the next day or whatever. Didn't think nothing of it. So I, I always took that route. You know I always took that route, but I never saw her no more. And then a day, couple of days, a week later, I got a blessing from somebody who just gave me a car. You know, I was not expecting it. It was like a blessing. So I always told my kids, and I said, I could have missed out on my blessing, whatever it would have been, whatever. But I always tell my kids, you never know. You can entertain angels. Sometimes I feel like God put people in our path to see if we're going to do what we're going to do. Like we said, I'm going to give people this and I'm going to treat people right. Sometimes I always feel like there's an angel watching on me. Sometimes I really do. Like we are interact with angels and we don't know. So. I just had to give y'all that. So they will act. Think it and say it. Think it and say it. Okay. Think it and say it. I'm not. I'm not trying to get. I'm not trying to get in God's presence. I'm already in. Though the blood of the, through the blood of Jesus, He is in the boat with me. He is not. He is not over there. He's here right now with me and in me. I'll wait to the fact that He's with me. There's no separation. I can't rest the midst. I can't rest with him. I can rest with him. In the midst of a storm, I can walk with him in the midst of the fire. Mm. I am fiercely, therefore, I am fiercely because he is with me. Therefore, no evil shall befall me, nor see any plot come not my dwelling. My church, my home, and my body, or my life, in Jesus' name. So I said, I told you I was going to tell you all the story. Let me go back and do what I said. It was a story I said I was going to tell y'all. But I forgot. I should have told you when I was right there. Lord have mercy. I was going to tell y'all a story about something. Okay. Worry. I was telling y'all about worry. Like when he said, in the first one he said, I was sleeping in a boat. Jesus, he's asleep in our boat in the middle storm. Well, I said, don't wake him. You can rest with him. If he's not worried, if he's not worried, don't you worry. His presence calms the storm just as it will do. Just as it will do now. So, worry. Today. I got up and went to went to the store. You know, you know, went to the store, and I was like upset because I didn't have enough money to get what I need to get. You know, I was like so mad or whatever. I was dumb as I was. I wasn't mad. I was just saying maybe I think I was worried about this and that. So did what I had to do. Me and my daughter went to the store. But on the way home, it was like quiet. I didn't say not one word. Usually we be talking to God, but I didn't say not one word. Walked out of the store, didn't say not one word. I was I was just so upset and mad. Not not mad. I'm just gonna say upset and worried about this and that. So I was like, oh my God, like we I'm tired of this. I'm just tired of struggling. I'm tired of no, that's me. I'm tired of struggling. I don't understand this. You know, you know me, I, I go down the ringer. So I was like, I don't understand this. I was mad like that so i just went on you know i just went and then i was like so i got home and i didn't even help them get the groceries out of the car i just sat in the car on my phone so then my son the prophet the pastor the, of the family he comes to the car he said what's wrong and i said nothing but you know my kids know me so well they say mom what's wrong i said so i told him like this is what's going on um i'm trying to do this and i pray for this and this didn't happen I want my business to go off and, you know, this person want me to make something for them. They haven't paid me. And I was just going on and on. He said, Mama, 
it's okay. Don't worry about that. You see, there you go, stressy. Call me stressy, stressy. He said, there you go, stressing, stressing. <laughs> I was like, whatever. So then I was like, okay, whatever. You, and that's so why I said, you right. And I said, I can't. He said, mom, you ain't made not one thing in two days. Like, really, you got to stay with it? I was like, you right. So I just said, okay, let me do what I got to do. So at that moment, I was worried about this and that. And I was like, I couldn't get this for y'all. I tried to get y'all this. And he was like, mom, it's okay. You know, like, tell me it's okay. So I was like, you're right. So when I got in the house, I just put the stuff up and got stuff situated, start cleaning up. It was at that moment where even though I didn't feel God present, even though sometimes your kids, Jesus, your kids get yourself together. It was at that moment where I was like, okay, why are you worthless? You got enough for now. Focus on to focus on today. Don't worry about next week. That's just me. I'm sorry, but I can't help. I worry about the next week, next month. He said this focus is like saying this focus on today. You worry about something next week and you don't know how the week's gonna be or whatever. So I was like, I was just saying myself, you right. So I just came in here, started cleaning up, and I said, let me do my podcast before I get too late and work on some stuff. So I was like, you right. So I just got busy, meaning like sometimes you have to make us get busy, make get your mind off of stuff so you don't be focused on it. So I just came in here, started telling, okay, this is what you got to do. Send me your schedule so I can get you ready for Zoom. This is how you get on Zoom. And it's your schedule. So if your teacher send me an email so that way I can give you the Zoom. Link and all that stuff, so I can send it to you because I see you got to be online at a certain time. I was telling them this, and I, I got, you know, got to start getting dinner organized and, and did start doing laundry. But it was at that moment where I was just worried, and I was like, and when I read this today, if he's not worried, why you worried? So if Jesus is not worried about it, so why are you worried? Meaning, like, it's in Matthew where it just said, "Do not worry about today, tomorrow. Focus on today, because today have enough of his own worry." And now he ain't lying, because today have enough worries. Today, don't worry about your clothes, what you're gonna wear, what you're gonna eat. He said, "Look at the birds in the sky. They neither sow nor reap, but yet they eat every day. And look at the lilies in the field, how they be torn and throw into the oven today and tomorrow. And we worry about clothes." He said, why you worry about that? I'm going to take care of you. So we need to, need to stop worrying about this and that and just worry about our relationship with Jesus. It is time for us to, like, stop playing games. I'm talking to myself. Stop playing games and just get ourselves on board with Jesus. Because some days, you know, we like, I'm tired of, you know, this Christian life. Like, everybody, you know, everybody, everybody else out there doing what they want to do. Well, I'm over here doing this and over here struggling and all that type of stuff. You know, everybody think that. Because they don't, people don't live for Jesus, they have it so easy. I, I still think that to this day, but I know they don't. They go through stuff, but they in that world. But we know, but we have to stop that. We have to stand up. And if, and I feel like sometimes people don't understand me. Me, like, I really don't have friends because sometimes I wish I did in there sometimes because I know how people are or whatever. But it's like, <laughs> I just wait on God to send me a friend, whoever. Whatever the case may be, I'm not rushing because I know me and me don't want to be bothered sometimes. Um, but we have to just stop worrying. So living our life. Even if you just have to be by yourself, stand by yourself. Um, even if people are like, why you always got to go to church? Or why, you know, read the Bible and pray and all this. Oh, well, that makes your type of friends, you know. 
just stop worrying about this and that and just know that God is going to make a way somehow, some way. Because I was upset because I like, I prayed for this. I sowed a seed and it didn't work out. Like, I was mad. But, and then, you know, my pastor had, JJ, my pastor had to come tell me, but maybe it's not time. Maybe God don't want it like this. Maybe God already telling you, you have enough. You can do with this. And I was like, you might be right. So, you know. Sometimes Jesus used your children, and I, he shall be using mine. But I'm just saying, just know that, you know, just stop worrying about stuff. It's time for us to stop. Just stop. Just start living, start building our relationship with God. Just start doing that, and just know that God will make a way for us. Even though we might not feel his presence, even though we might not come out, oh, Lord, I feel so alone. God is there with you. God is your friend, your mom, your daddy, your boyfriend, your husband, whatever you want. God can be all those things. Because I be talking, y'all to hear my conversation with Jesus sometimes. But just know that he's with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Even though we might not feel him all the time. And sometimes we feel like Jesus is up and left us and I don't feel him. He's in the background. He's in the background working on some stuff. Like, Let me do it this way. and All, all he wants us to do just recognize him and live for him. Seek him first. I mean, yes, you have friends you can go to. But before, I used to always say this. Um, I used to not do this, but now I say this. Before, I used to always get mad or something go right. I call my friends and have like a pity party. What's going on? I be crying. But now I don't do it when stuff go wrong. I just, before I could even sometimes my kids can sense and I tell them, but there are times I just go to God and be like, God, this is how I feel. I'll be mad you know sometimes I might cuss, but you know, this is what the H is going on. You know, I be saying that. But just go to him first. Yes, you have friends and all that stuff, but God wants us to seek him first. You know, it's okay to tell your friends, but go to God first, then tell your friends, because you don't want your friends to tell you something cuckoo, and God did not tell you to do it. So, that's all I had to say today. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast on today. And I hope y'all have an amazing and safe Labor Day. I hope y'all are able to spend time with your family and just chill and just relax and regroup. So, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I hope y'all have a blessed and amazing Labor Day.